Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Fan Afternoon Show. This segment brought to you by Total Wine and more. When you discover a new favorite bottle of Cabernet or bourbon at Total Wine, you'll discover a whole lot more. So explore the wondrous selection and totally low prices at TotalWine.com, where you'll love what you find. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. You know who's 21? Well, he's a little over 21, but uh, we're going to call him 21 for this segment. Bart Winkler from the Bart Winkler Show. Mornings on 1250 AM, The Fan. Bart How's it going, man? God, I wish I was 21. Do you remember 21? I wish I was 31. Seriously, man. I would take 31 in a heartbeat right now. I, I wish I was 35. The, I mean, it's it's amazing. The mind still thinks the body can do stuff and the body just can't. All right. So if you're just going to lead me into this. Yep. <laughs> Hey, look! I'll, I, if you, if it makes you feel better, I can I can tell you an equally terrible story, but no, no, maybe not equally. Go ahead. Well, the other weekend I was at Titletown, okay, and I had not been up there. I've I've gone to Lambeau plenty of times, but I'm always on the other side of Lambeau. Right. I've never checked out the Titletown district at all, and so we were in Green Bay a couple weekends ago, and we went up there because. Of a family thing, but I wanted to take my kid to a park, and I thought, well, what better park than Lambo, you know, than Titletown? So we did, like, we went to the pro shop, we did the Lambo Leap thing, we took a bunch of pictures, and then there was the park. So we played around a little bit, and then there's this thing where you can, like, it's censored, so you step, and then the clock starts, ready, set, go, and you can, you can run a 40. You can run a 40. Nice. Now, I did it in bare feet. But I ran a 40, and my time was 8.89. Yes, that's awesome. And I was pretty proud of that, but then everyone made fun of me. Oh, no, why? Well, it is bad. Okay, it is it is bad. But in high school, like, even in high school, like, I was a long di- – I ran long distance and stuff, but I don't think I – I can't – I can't sprint. My 40 time in high school was still, like, a six-something. Yeah. I don't know. Eight, eight, nine, bare feet, fat, no practice. It's not that bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. Now, I will say that when you watch a 40, like when you watch these guys run a 40, it's like start, stop. It's so quick. When I was running this 40, I got like halfway in the 40-yard dash, and I thought, I I don't I, – this is a long way I have to go. Like <laughs> I might need to stop here. It's A 40 is a lot longer than advertised. <laughs> So I ran an 889 and everyone's clowning me, but nobody will run one to see if they can beat me barefoot. Uh, wow. I'll do, I'll do it. Well, you don't count. Yeah. Seriously, you when when we joke when we pine for being 31, you're like looking f- ahead to that, you know. Yeah. No, thank you. I, I still got a couple of years thankfully. I I Dude, say I am just falling apart though. My uh, body. There were, I, last week I had this thing where i was sore in five different spots on five different days (laughs) one day it was my wrist to my elbow and i couldn't even open the trunk of my car like i couldn't 
physically open it. And then it just went away. Just be an old man. You know, you know, we played uh, the, the championship game at our softball spring league Tuesday night. We played two games. I played first base for two games. First base. Like, stand and watch everything, and your toughest thing is like, oh, here comes a grounder. Let me take three steps over here and catch this throw. I was still sore yesterday. Well, that's the, the thing. I think the thing that we think is we can just go out there and and do it with no stretching, no warm-up. Yep. No, I mean, even like I golfed nine a couple weeks ago, and I hadn't golfed all year. And I'm just like, oh, I'll just get right back into this unnatural motion for me and then three days later i'm like why is my whole body in pain oh because i made it do something that i told it not to do for a full year yep every day my body gets up moves as little as possible and then i just expect it to make all these herky-jerky motions and like just go to my body's like screaming at me what what is this motion you're making me (laughs) do where's where's the beautiful couch i lay on and when I'm not laying on the couch, it's the bed I'm laying on. Like, I'm used to laying. Why are you making me move, man? <laughs> you know, uh, the the that's how the ruptured Achilles happened for me was Burgoyne had me in the gym for six months, and I said, hey, I can go out and play softball. Turns out there's a difference between, you know, lying on a bench or sitting on a bench and, and moving around some weight versus actually trying to run in a softball game. It's a, it's a different motion. Yeah, and that's why, you know, if it if it it makes so much sense that the people that criticize athletes all the time are people like us who physically cannot do the things that we demand these athletes do. Yeah, like like a tenth of it. We can't do a tenth of it. <laughs> like how did he, how did he miss that shot? Bro, I can't even physically get the strength to shoot a three-point shot my arms are not strong enough to shoot from that far okay it's uh it's tough man we're trying to tell sam it's tough it's coming that that uh you got you got time you got plenty of time i'm slowly getting there guys though because like i i also do softball and like i i hit like a double or something or I, i have to run down some balls in the outfield my hammies are just screaming like the next day, <laughs> only for a day. But like, I think I'm like getting there. I'm, I'm not. I'm not having a good time. I'm like, I'm scared. Like one of these days, I'm. I've never like torn or like broken something in my body. I'm scared I'm gonna get there just playing softball one of these days. Hey Bart, you remember doubles? Doubles. <laughs> he said he hit a double. You remember those? Oh God. What if you tried to leg out a double right now? Hey, Bart and Toby have been like trash talking Rami and I the past couple like months and all that to play a two on two. And really? Rami and I Rami and I were totally down to do it, but unfortunately, obviously now he's in Sacramento. But I think I'll still I'll still take on that bet with Kevin Holden, Bart. Oh no. <laughs> it'll just, all you guys gotta do, it'll just be Toby versus I. You know what you know what also sucks is like, I would say the last real physical thing that I was doing consistently was kickball. And I really fancied myself. I, and I, I I mean, doubles. There were no doubles for me. It was, But I could get on base. And then I was good on the bases. I always thought I was really good on the bases. And it's crazy what your mind sees you doing. Yes. And then, you know, now we're in this day where everyone takes video of everything. 
So the image in my head is like, I'm Ricky Henderson. <laughs> and then people show me the video and it's like, I'm running in the second base. Like I'm Dan Vogelback, you know, <laughs> Blazer, Blazer took my wife, took a, took a vid of a, of a walk-off hit I had last Monday. It took me an hour and a half. I swear to swing that bat through the strike zone. It's the slowest bat in history. But when you're in the motion, you're like, wow, I'm Babe Ruth here. Yeah, it spanked that ball. Like, here we go. Bap, you know? And that you 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 feel like you felt when you were in your 20s or whatever, and it's just not there. So maybe it is that we're just better at watching this stuff than playing it, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, yes. Do you? We, so we've been talking about Tampa Bay and 14,000 fans in this stadium that's half an hour away from civilization and this team that's good but no one there seems to know, that's got to drag on you, right? If you're Wander Franco, if you're Brett Phillips, if you're whatever, I mean, like, it, it just – I know they wouldn't say it, but it ha- it has to weigh on you, right? Well, and I would like to take this time uh, – we teased it this morning, but I, I do have a very special guest joining my show tomorrow in the morning. You do? Uh, I was able to confirm it. He will be at the game tonight. Um, it is my father will be oh. coming on my show tomorrow. Yes, yes, uh, my father. Because uh, we've I've been to the stadium, but it was like <clears throat> 15 years ago. You know, it was a long time ago. Yeah. And I think it still is in the same exact shape as it was 15 years ago. 100%. It, it, it's like it's a, I don't know, it's like charmingly bad. You you can't believe you're actually in a place where Major League Baseball is being played. And we were looking at that, too, this morning. We were looking at Tampa Bay. When they were the Devil Rays, they were the Devil Rays for nine seasons. And not once did they have more than 70 wins. Yep. Not once. Then they changed to the Rays. They go to the World Series right away. And they've been winning probably on average 90. I mean, they're probably averaging somewhere from 85 to 90 wins with a 100-win season last year, another World Series appearance, and it doesn't do anything for the for the attendance. Like, it just, it's not drawing there. Now, the stadium, they tried to build one downtown and, and make it more uh, reachable, but it's just, I don't know how there can't be that much excitement, and I think it would, you know, get on players, especially a guy like Kevin Cash, who's been the manager there for so long, but he's always the last guy I can name as a current active manager because you totally forget about him and I probably couldn't even pick him out of a lineup. But I'm always I'm always like amazed by that where you have these markets like Tampa and some of the markets in California. In Arizona, Phoenix is a big one, where a lot of people retire to or, or move from. And so like Tampa, they draw when it's against the Yankees or against Boston or again against other teams like that. But I'm still amazed that even with that being the case, how are there not like just five thousand consistent fans. Yeah, you know, how is there not? How is there not a a decent block of fans that will come to support? How do you not have like a pool of a hundred thousand, where at least from that hundred thousand you're gonna get ten thousand, and then maybe another fifteen thousand spillover. So you do kind of take for granted, I think, what you have in uh, Milwaukee. I, I, the Tampa Bay situation is so insane. When I was in college, I think. Uh, so the Rays came in 98. I was in college. This was the year of 06. And one of the guys that I was in class with was telling me that he was flying down to Tampa that next week. And I said, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, what are you doing? He goes, 
oh, I'm going to the Tampa Ray, uh, Tampa Bay Ray Devil Rays Hall of Fame. I go, they have a Hall of Fame? He goes, well, I'm being inducted into it. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, there's a fan Hall of Fame. And I went down to a game there like two years ago, and they were so impressed that someone from Wisconsin came that I'm going in their fan Hall of Fame. <laughs> It's a, a, that's real. At least that's what he told me. But that's a real story. That is the most ridiculous thing ever. It's, oh, it's crazy. So then you look, but you look at the fans, and it doesn't like it doesn't change. They, they, they are putting a 90-plus win team out there each and every year, competing for World Series. And then up here, you know, we're competing now, but even when the Brewers aren't, you're still going to get 2 million people on accident throughout the season. And so I think that, you know, part of my plea to the ownership in Milwaukee is, you know, it's okay. We'd like the knocks on the door, you know, try to win, try to win and be competitive. But it's okay if you want to go a little further, like stretch the budget a little bit more, send off some of your prospects, maybe maybe find a window where you're like, all right, the next two years, these are going to be considered our all-in years, and then we'll be bad for a few more years before we build it up. We will still come. You know, we will still come. Going to Brewer games doesn't, like, for Rays, they don't go if they're good or bad. They don't go. But we will go if they're good or bad. It's just ingrained in something we do in this state in the summer. So I, I think that the Brewers, they are so good and highly regarded about attendance that they just need to not worry about what it's going to look like when they're losing because we will still show up. So I think that's a lesson that the Brewers need to kind of take from all this. I'll give you a story, Bart, about how bad the attendance was because I, I worked in Florida before here. Uh, I threw out the first pitch at a Rays game once. <laughs> what? And and there's so much behind this story, but I'm going to tell it fast because we got draft mockery still. Um, the It was in 2008, and the Rays were so bad that they played a series at Disney. They just they didn't play at home. They just played. Oh, yeah, okay. They played in Orlando at Disney, which was the Braves' spring training home, but the Braves' park seats, I don't know, 10,000 people, which is, you know, their average attendance. So they they were able to to come to Orlando and and at least play in front of a packed, very small house, right? So they 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 were working with my station that I was was there, and I and they told me, yeah, you're gonna throw out the first pitch one of these games. I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh did you say first pitch at a Rays game? They're like, yeah. So we went through this whole thing. My photographer kept telling me that that they were going to uh, laugh at me because I was throwing slow, so he got me like you know th- trying to throw fastballs, and I throw my first pitch. Didn't hurt anybody. But then I found out that, as it happens with the Brewers, there are several first pitches. Uh. I was not the first pitch, and this is the worst punchline of this joke ever. The first pitch was Joey Fatone. Wow. I was like fourth string to Joey Fatone. Well, that's okay. I um, the the final act, Doc Spiders for the Northwoods League. Yeah, they're having a celebrity softball game coming up. Yes, and I got asked to do the PA for it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they heard about your forty time, uh, which I can't do, unfortunately. But I'm like, can I play second base? Yeah, you're just asking no. me about celebrities. That's Bart Winkler, man. Yeah, come on, it's Fondalac. I'm on the radio in Milwaukee. How many how, how many people have topped that? Oh, that's great. 
Yeah, yeah. Come on. All right, so I I don't sorry Sam we we wasted a lot of time I know you got draft mock no it's we're never wasting time we have Bart Winkler on you guys can go as long as you want I don't care should we do it though should we go into draft, Is it mockery? draft mockery time all right let's do it take it away Bart come on now and try to understand the way this popcorn feels in my hand take a scoop and put it in your mouth and eat some now yes eat some now yes eat some now wow 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 gourmet nights popcorn i mean nights gourmet popcorn they've got caramel corn and sweet cherry corn and double cheddar cheese Yeah. You have some nights, gourmet popcorn. Try that nights, gourmet popcorn. Cherry sweet corn or Milwaukee mix. You gotta have nights gourmet popcorn. Nights Gourmet yeah. Popcorn, providing you with the freshest gourmet popcorn in Milwaukee since 1952. Mention 1250 AM the fan for 20% off. You know what that that is, Bart? That is the Scotty Pippen to Tim Shea Scrub-A-Dub Jordan. Yeah, I, I hate to be the one to say this, but there might be too much singing on the station. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's because of you. I mean, it's, if anybody to get yeah, mad I know, at you, I know, I know, I know. You created this. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I can't believe you're mad at it. All right, anyways. I'll get into the standings real quick and what we drafted yesterday. Yesterday, Kevin, myself, and Tim Allen, we all drafted – the best baseball names of all time, and man, oh man, did we push the envelope. But I ended up winning the draft yesterday, 60% of the vote in first place. Tim Allen, he finished in second place with 26%. <laughs> and then Kevin, you didn't do it, you know, you didn't tie the season low in draft mockery standing, so that's good, but you did finish in third with 13%. Yeah, pasted. The, the standings in season three of draft mockery, it is very early. I'm in the lead with four wins. Evan Heffelfinger has one win. Tim Shea has one win. Tim Allen has one win. And Adam Roberts also with a win as well. Today's draft order, I'll be picking first since Tim Allen picked first yesterday. Uh, Kevin, you'll have the second pick. And then Bart, you'll go third. And today, it's very fitting. I didn't even tell Kevin about this until he got here. But he came wearing a San Diego Padres jersey from the like 2000s up until they just changed him now. And... Kevin and I, we love baseball jerseys and all that, so I figured we've done it before, but I don't want to do it with Kevin Holden. We're going to be drafting the greatest baseball jerseys of all time. And uh, real quick, before we start the draft, I, I figured, you know, we always do this whenever we're drafting something that involves Milwaukee sports. We should probably leave Brewers jerseys out of this yeah. just for clear pandering reasons. So greatest baseball jerseys of all time, except for the Brewers. I could have yesterday if I had gone with Brewers, I could have increased from 13 to maybe 20 percent. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, we were already pushing the envelope enough yesterday. Let's not let's not talk about that draft anymore before I lose my job. All right. So, um, so I have the first pick for today's draft before Kevin Holden. And I'm going to go, you know, with throwback uniforms later on and all that. But I figured get, I want a staple, you know, a classic in my draft. So I'm going to go with the New York Yankees with the first overall pick. Just their pinstripes. Yankees pinstripes for my first pick. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it works to, to any era. It works for literally a century plus of baseball. Uh, I I am just gonna just open that that can of throwback and just just 
have it go everywhere. Here we here we go. Totally with the, fine. You got to go with the with the throwbacks. There are some amazing ones from back in the day, but there is nothing better in my mind in the throwback realm than that brown, orange, yellow '80s Padres that look like just just a terrible like design on like a the the wall of like a grocery store. Like it's just it's the worst. And by the worst, I mean the best. All right, fair enough. So 80s Padres uniforms off the board. Bart, your first pick. Wow, I saw you in Yankees. Yeah. Okay. Um Well, I want a powder blue one, but Which one? I don't know there's what like powder blue one I want. There's like 20. Yeah, you know who might have the best powder blue is the Cardinals, but yep. I'm not taking them. No, yeah. Right on both I counts. would take the uh I'd take the Phillies powder blues. The 70s? Like the Mike Schmidt days and all that? Yeah. All right. Contrast it with that maroon. I mean, that that just looks 70s. The only, like, if you go back far enough, they zip up, too. There's a a point where they were zipper. Man, my pants are working. All right, so, Bart, your first pick. 70s Phillies powder blues, as I write this down, because my pen is not working. All right, back to me for my second pick. Went with the Yankees before. I'm going to go with the 72 to 83 A's uniforms. Oh, you're talking uh, that that sort of gold. Yep. Yeah. Gold, the Raleigh Fingers, Ricky Henderson days and all that. A lot so. of white in there. They, there's the, the 1975 All-Star game that was at County Stadium in Milwaukee. There's a point where there are four A's players on the field you know, during the game, and they're wearing four different combinations. <laughs> they just they just they pulled every combination out. Well, I love even the throwback ones that they have right now, like the lime green yeah. Oakland A's uniform. So I love those ones. Ricky Henderson is like I'm a young guy, but I love Ricky Henderson. So I always think of those uniforms. So I'm going with the '80s A's for my second pick. Kevin, back to you. I'm hoping that your listeners appreciate uniforms that are so bad they're good because I am just that's that is where I am. Like it, both in my closet and in this in this pick. Uh, or in this draft, uh, the the Astros rainbow, the full rainbow, like yeah. 1980, where the rainbow was the strike zone, and they couldn't understand why their hitters were getting rung up more often, but the rainbows actually matched the strike zone. Fair enough. So 80s Astros rainbow for your second pick. Bart, back to you. I would like the uh, what I call the cocaine jumpsuit. Jeez. The 80s Mets. Yeah. <laughs> see what you did. The 80s pinstripe Mets. It's a nice-looking uniform, too. That's the thing. All righty. Back to me for my third pick in the best baseball jerseys of all time draft. Give me the Willie Stargell, Pittsburgh Pirates, oh, the pillbox yeah. hats. Give me the we are, what was it? We the, are we family. Are, we are family Pirates uniforms. So you go in the yellow or the black? Probably yellow. Yeah, yeah. yellow's nice. I have a black one. I don't have a yellow one. Um, Back to you, Kevin. So I, I'm a little worried that that I'm picking actually the worst baseball jerseys of all time. Oh, now, no, the, I'll, I'll 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 outdo you on that. Okay, here we go. So my third pick is going to be the late '70s Bill Vec White Sox with the shorts and the oh. and the collars on the shirts. Oh no, Kevin! It is one of the worst, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I've seen baseball cards of those, and I'm like, whoever like approved of this? Yeah, imagine sliding into second base in shorts. <laughs> no, I can't. So wait, how should I write this down for those? I would say I would just say White Sox shorts. White Sox shorts. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Bart, your third pick. 
I'm going to take the Montreal Expos. Oh, damn you, Bart. That's a good one. Damn you. I was hoping I could get those. So Montreal, the Powder Blues. I get, you can give me the, eh, just give, give me like the road. All right. So I'd go, you'd go blue, yeah. Well, I figured if, you know, we take like one of these teams' uniforms, we just get them all. Yeah. You know, there's no needed to do like, well, you get the Expos road, I get the Expos Powder Blues, so I'll just give well, you. Well, unless they're like massively different, you know. Right. But I'll give you the Expos. Sounds good. All right, um, back to me. Ooh, final round of the best baseball jerseys of all time. Came quick. Mm. I'm going to go with, just give me the old, like, Orioles, Eddie Murray days, just the old Orioles, like, 70s jerseys and all that. Orange. Right. Yeah, I just love, I, I, love I love that Baltimore. I'm glad they brought it back. I just love that Baltimore Orioles logo and those jerseys movie. back in the day. So give me those ones for my fourth and final pick. That actually Kevin. was where I was. Really? Yeah, that was what that was gonna be my next pick. I had Damn. it. I mean, it wasn't like locked, but well, I was like, yeah, it's really good. It's only fair because I was gonna do the expos, and Bart took that from me. Right. So sorry, but no, yeah, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh wow. Okay. How about? Man, now we now we've got some here. Now we've got. Uh, you can look at my board if you want. No, it's all right. All That's right. right. We got to We got to dig a little bit here, but we're gonna come up with something. Uh Let's go. Since we're going with that orange era stuff, how about the San Francisco Giants orange era, like early '80s yep. orange, uh, just super that with that uh, sort of cursive Giants across the front. Jack Clark. Yeah, it's good stuff. Bart, the last pick in today's greatest baseball jerseys of all time draft. So one of my philosophies in radio is that I'll try anything once. Okay. I've had a lot of segments over the years that have earned repetition. I've had a lot of segments that we've tried that have been one and done and have been horrible. But it's the appreciation for the effort that I do I do respect. And with that, I'd like to take the Seattle Mariners 1998 turn ahead the clock jersey. Yes. Oh, my goodness, you guys. I'm curious how this is going to go now. So Mariners turn the clock jerseys. Turn, turn Where they tried to, to wear a futuristic look, yeah. sleeveless, yep. on what their jerseys would look like. It weren't, was... weren't the White Sox ones like also like to turn the clock? I thought that's what they were all called back in the day when all like all those teams tried to do them. Yep. I'm a younger guy, so, so like, I've only seen pictures of them. I was supposed to turn back the clock, turn ahead the clock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Turn ahead the clock. All so right. it's like like the Mets were called the Mercury Mets. They weren't called New York. Jeez. And they and they tried to get their PA announcer to, to to call in the Mercury Mets, and he did for like the first two batters, and then he was like, "No more. Yeah, I'm not doing Just that." Just like <laughs> whose idea was like, "Yeah, we should do this. Yeah, yeah let's wear these uniforms." Aye, aye, aye. All right, a quick recap of the teams, real quick. My team: the Yankees pinstripes, the '80s Oakland A's, the Pirates We Are Family jerseys, the yellows, and then the Orioles '70s jerseys. Kevin, your team, the 80s Padres, the 80s Astros Rainbow, the White Sox shorts, and the old Giants throwback orange jerseys. Bart, your team, the 70s Phillies powder blue, the 80s Mets pinstripes, the Montreal Expos, and the Mariners turn ahead the clock jerseys as well. Yeah, I thought I was having a good uh, team, but I wanted to make people think. Yeah, I think you wanted to scar people is what you want. With, yeah, the, yeah. with the last one, especially. <laughs> yeah. Make him yeah. Google. Right. Yep. All right. You guys can vote for that on 1250 AM, The Fan. Bart, thank you very much for the time, and we will talk to you later. Good to chat, boys. See ya. Love Have you, fun, Bart. Man. Love you. All right.
That was Bart Winkler joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe, and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience the state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Also, before we hit the break, I want to remind you guys, Knight's Gourmet Popcorn, providing you with the freshest gourmet popcorn in Milwaukee since 1952. Make sure to mention 1250 AM The Fan for 20% off when you go there next. All right, coming up next on the afternoon show with Kevin Holden and myself, it's time for Pick a Lane. Pick a Lane. We'll do that after this break here on 1250 AM, The Fan.